With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Super necessary. God, my God! Unbelievable! Delighted to say, joining us today, uh, as you can see, is the voice of Cage Warriors, Mr. Hal Chaplin. How are you, boys? Very, very good. How are you? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Wonderful. Thank you for taking the time out to join us. A pleasure, pleasure. Right, so we've uh, we've already kept you waiting a bit there, so apologies again for that. <laughs> don't worry about it, don't worry let's, about it, boys, don't worry. Let's don't jump worry. straight into it for you. So, you started announcing then almost 10 years ago now, uh, which uh, is that long yeah. before? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and your first event, I believe, was a ESE Fight Night Two in two thousand and fourteen. Yeah. Uh, how did that opportunity come about for you? Uh, so you familiar with Ricky Wright? Ricky Wright. Ricky um, Wright. It does a lot of boxing. Does a lot of boxing. Does the IMAP right. stuff. Um, so basically, he's, he's a Welsh MC um, who I know, and. Uh, Long story short, I'd always said, oh, I fancy a crack at the MC. And um, I was in university, like a stone's throw away from where the show was being held. And he rang me up and said, I've been asked to do the show. I can't get there. Do you fancy it? And that was it. That was me putting my uh, my River Island suit on, catching <laughs> a train a couple of days' time. And, uh, and yeah, giving him my, my best shot for a bit of beer money, I suppose. But, uh, yeah, that's how it started. Nice. So what was the sort of inspiration to jump into MC? Um, <clears throat> I don't know if it was sort of like an inspiration as such. I just, I love the sport of MMA. Um, always have. Like most people, I suppose, you know, everyone wants to be a fighter. Um, but I realised I'd kind of end up being a, a domestic punching bag. Um, so, so, so in favour of that, I always did a bit of amateur ma- dramatics um, as a kid. Uh, yeah, and you know, I looked at the other roles available. I've got to be honest, like judging um, didn't really cross my mind, nor did commentating. Although I can say I definitely wouldn't want to be a commentator. Um, so I looked at refereeing, I looked at MC, and I thought, yeah, you definitely get less slack, less uh, less flack as an MC than a referee. So that was it. I I thought I'd try my hand down that route if I could. Nice. Had you been involved in MMA in any other ways before this? Yeah. So I. Um, I started training MMA in, oh, you know, just training in general. As a kid, I was about 13 or 14, I think, went to Tillery Combat, which is now Shaw Mixed Martial Arts. Um, and that was my 
kind of my first introduction into MMA. My my first introduction was actually uh, the UFC game on Xbox. That was my that was my first introduction into it. But yeah, that was my my first introduction to to you know properly training and uh, and really getting involved in it. Yeah, and in regards to that, like first event, uh, first event that you did, can you remember yeah. your emotions in the run up to, to that event? What they were like in that? Yeah, um, I remember getting off the phone and I was thinking, ah, oh, you know, nice, this will be good fun. And, you know, I took a couple of my mates with me and I thought, ah, oh, you know, it'll be good fun, it'll be a laugh and there's nothing more to it. I just walked around waking up the day of the event. I was like, oh, a little bit nervous now. And uh, fast forward, like, stuck a microphone in my hand um, in a rugby club. <laughs> and uh, like 200 odd people, they were all pretty oiled up. And uh, I just remember standing there and my, like, my right leg was was shaking uncontrollably I thought this is weird I, thought, oh, I know if I shift all my weight onto it it'll stop so I did and lo and behold then my left leg just started going uncontrollably as well so yeah <laughs> no, no, nervous beyond belief but uh, in, yeah we got the job done yeah brilliant <laughs> um, so obviously you know moving forward you, you managed to get to work for Cage Warriors how did how did that come about was that just through had you been did you have to apply for that or did they approach you how was that no, they, they approached me. They needed someone initially for Cage Warriors 99 in Colchester um, on about a week's note. James Webb was, uh, I think it was the main event. Um, they needed someone on a week's notice. I had a phone call asking if I'd be interested. Uh, and I said yes. And then um, moving on from there, then I had a phone call in the February. Um, I was told to, I was given... Graham's number, I was told to give him a ring. Um, and we had a conversation, and he basically said, Do you fancy being my MC moving forward for Cage Warriors? Um yeah, and that's 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 kind of it. That's how the, the Cage Warriors gig came about. I, I did that one off show, and then um they obviously had Cage Warriors 100 in December. And then I spoke to Graham on the phone in February before Cage Warriors 101 in Liverpool, and uh that was it. That's that brings us sort of to where we are today yeah yeah I mean you've been a, a big part of the organization's growth in the last decade or so like what's that been for you like how mean how amazing has that been for you to be part of it I thought you're very generous in saying a big part I'm definitely a small cog <laughs> in, a, in a big machine but no it's been great you know I, I, so I remember as a kid like, like before watching before watching the UFC um, I remember watching Cage Warriors they used to have reruns on, I think it was like extreme sports or something. It used to be reruns of the Cage Warriors events. So the first real MMA that I watched was Cage Warriors. So to be a part of it was incredible. Um, and like I already held the promotion in, in pretty high regard. So to be a part of it and see it moving forward and just going from strength to strength, you know, especially with being able to put on lockdown shows and kind of get recognition from the government and do those and really really being like a, a leading light um, in terms of European MMAs, yes, it's a privilege. That's the, the best way I can describe it. You know, you're privileged to be in this position, um, privileged to be able to introduce and watch some of the most talented fighters on the continent and on the planet um, and to play your little part in their journey. So, yeah, privilege. How can you say you're not a big part of it? That, that, that's like saying <laughs> that's like saying Bruce Buffer isn't a big part of UFC. You know what I mean? You like introduce the fighters and get them all riled up in oh, the crowd and everything. I don't know. Look, uh, like I was speaking about this uh, recently. Actually, nobody buys a ticket to go and watch Bruce Buffer. Nobody, nobody <laughs> buys a ticket to go and watch Michael Buffer. Right? That you know they're brilliant 
um, brilliant MCs in their own right. But no one buys a ticket to go and watch them, right? They, you know, everyone's there for the fight. You know, they're uh, they're, they're a better cog than I am in the in the machine that is the UFC and professional boxing. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Not a not a huge not a huge part. Just I just play oh. my part. Or fans do go for the the entertainment and the energy and the MCs provide that as well. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Yo, look, as long as long as I'm happy, people have a good night. I don't mind. I don't mind. There you go. <laughs> um. So speaking of Bruce Buffer, I read somewhere that you you are nicknamed the Welsh Bruce Buffer. Um, <laughs> is that is that a bit surreal for you when you uh, people sort of give you that nickname? <laughs> Yeah, you've got Jack Shaw to thank for that. Um, yeah, I don't put too much too much clout to, to, to that because, you know, uh, it, it, you've got your own style. Do you know what I mean? Everyone's got their, everyone's got their own style. You know, you, you have people who inspire you and people you look up to. Um, and especially when you start and you think, you know, what does he do? What does he do? What do they do? You know, how can I tweak it? How can I take it? Um it's just a compliment if anyone ever, put, ever puts my name in the same sentence as Bruce Buffer, but I very much like to think I, I also have kind of my own unique style or my own twist on the way I do things. Yeah, and that, that like led in perfectly like, to our next one. You, know, you mentioned there, like, having your own style, but it's difficult to come up with it with your own style and make it your own while announcing. So, like, you're not compared to Bruce Lake. How did... did the thing that you say, like, let's throw some leather, you know, you've got that. Yeah. Bruce says it's time. Is, is it sort of like that catchphrase sort of thing that you've got to think of and make your own as well? I don't think you necessarily have to. Like, I was announcing for a while I didn't have a catchphrase or anything. I used to, if anything, I used to say what, what came to me. Um, is it hard not to try and emulate another MC? I guess... Initially, early doors it is because you're going off what you've seen and what you know. Like that first show, there is a video somewhere. I won't dig it out for you, but there is a video. Um, and I put it on this terrible American accent, and it's just awful, you know. And but but that but that was that was you know that was that was what you that was what I'd seen at the pinnacle of the sport. Mm. Um, but then as you go on, you, you know, different people speak to you and chat to you and. Uh, you know, uh, so somebody that I, I trust an awful lot said, uh, what basically, basically put me the side and was like, what on earth are you doing with that <laughs> stupid American accent? Um, so, you know, I, I knocked that in the head. Um, and then it's just a case of, you know, you might find one or two things per show and you think, oh, yeah, I like the way I did that, you know, or, yeah, let's tweak this. Let's... And eventually over, you know, over 50, 100 shows, when you tweak a couple of little things, then you, are, you see a, a big change so yeah but yeah in, in short initially I guess it is hard not to emulate other MCs but then further down the road you find your own style um, you work your way into into the role as it were and mm. yeah you you find you find your own your own little niche yeah yeah definitely. how 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 did you come up with them um... Let's throw some leather. Like, was that just something you'd done on a, a previous show and 
It was like no, one of those things. Uh, yeah, my dad has to take credit for that, to be honest. Um, I was wandering around the house and I was like, some people sing in the shower, right? And I, 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 I announce, it's a, you know, the, acoustic, the acoustics are great. Yeah. You know, he plays better in the old showers, the MGM Grand, I don't care what anyone says. Um, and uh, anyway, um, yeah, uh, basically my, my dad, um, he, he, I was walking on the house and he said, what about let's throw some leather? You know, yeah, the gloves are made out of leather and every fight starts on its feet. Uh, all right, yeah, okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll give it a go. So I gave it a go and I thought, oh, it's not too bad. We can chance it up a bit. And I'm not allowed. So yeah, I got him to thank that. Otherwise, I'd be saying something awful. You know? <laughs> I, uh, I haven't copped too many weird kind of Anne Summer-esque memes for it yet. So uh, yeah. That's nice. That's always Hasn't good. been ruined for you, you just yet then, no? <laughs> not yet, no. no. <laughs> um, so, as we said, you've been, you know, with Cage Warriors for quite some time now. What's been the biggest highlight for you being part of Cage Warriors in that time? Oh, you're asking? <laughs> um, I mean, I know there's been so many. Yeah. Uh, so, pick them one, Matthew Hard. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a couple. I mean, uh, I guess, being from Wales, coming up in the... Welsh MMA scene um, it's always a privilege to announce an event you know in, in my home country um, you know I've done a couple with like with Jack Shaw and Mason Jones in um, a place called the Ice Arena uh, yeah. which is a, an ice hockey stadium and it was always full and it was always bouncing so that was really good another one would be um, I think like being in the middle of Paul Hughes and Morgan Charrier in that just torrent of noise uh yeah. before they fought that was special at the york hall that was really special that was something you look back and you think god that was that was like that was a, a mo that was a moment in time and yeah and you were a part of it that was uh, that's probably that's probably got to be it that's up there that was my i think that's my highlight i would imagine that was yeah. that was insane as as people say these days it's a core memory <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so obviously you mentioned like he you are a, a big part of it. You've been a big part of some time. Do you have any intentions of, of going in, going into any other promotion like UFC or Bellator or anywhere like that? Uh, I'm not, you know, no, I'm, I'm not actively kind of seeking or looking uh, in, in that direction. You know, um, I'm very happy. I always say this, I'm very happy with where I am. I believe that Cage Warriors has got one of the best teams in terms of matchmaking. Mm. Um, one of the best teams of any other organization on the planet. I think we put together some of the most exciting fights. Um, and I work with a great group of people and I, I think that accounts for a lot. You yeah. know, I, I'm still, still, you know, nearly 10 years into my career as a, as an MC or ring announcer, but I'm still relatively young. Um, but I, I'm just enjoying the journey and I'm happy with cage warriors. And I think I'm honestly working with some of the best people in the world in their chosen fields. So yeah, yeah I, I don't think I can ask for any more this time. Yeah. You get to see a lot of the talent coming through as well, don't you? you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, see some great matchups. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, no, there's a reason it's, it's seen as the biggest promotion and biggest and best promotion in Europe. So yeah. Um, no, it's great. Um, so you mentioned obviously being friends with Jack Shaw. He's obviously doing really well in the UFC right now. Uh, yeah, how good is it being such good friends with him? How good is it being for you to just see his rise in promotion? 
Yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things. We we went through school together, um, and obviously, I my start was at his dad's gym. So I've always seen that he had kind of talent and potential and bags of it. Um, so just watching that kind of meteoric rise has been, it's been a yeah, it's been mad. Um, the best way to describe it, probably similar to similar to to you boys with with Paddy to a certain degree. Yeah. You, you know, you, you. I remember going to watch one of his first amateur fights, and that was great. And you, know, you, you keep watching, you keep watching, and all of a sudden, like a few more people join the bandwagon, a few more people. All of a sudden, you look around, there's loads of people. Hey, where did all these people come from? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, where, where did you all come from? Like, what are you doing? Uh, but no, it's, it's been good. You know, he's, he's a great guy. He deserves every bit of success he gets. Um, and yeah, it's been, been, it's been amazing to watch. It's been great. Yeah. Um. Is it right that you're a teacher at the yes. time? Yeah. Um, yes, it is. Yeah. That that must be like a, a great role for you. Like it must fill you with like immense pride to be able to do something like that as well. Yes, yeah, good. Um, it's yeah. I think that the difference you make to kids' lives is is the the big one for me. Um, so I I work with uh, kids who have like uh, behavioural issues. Um, yeah and special needs so there's a bit of a mix um and some of the kids that that, that i get just you know they, they maybe they don't have the support at home or anything like that um and weirdly i find also doing the mc and sometimes makes me a little bit more relatable um or you know i can pull in some kind of story um of a fight who's made a success for himself who was in a bit of a rut early on um so yeah it is rewarding but weirdly the MC has also had a, a pretty positive impact on it too because um, I can be more than just a, a teacher you know I can do more than just teach them how to read yeah. and write and all that stuff you can give them yeah. a bit more kind of advice and try to steer them in the right direction yeah yeah. play, play, a, play a big part in the next generation of, of things you know next generation yeah, of try fighters, your best. next generation of kids you know yeah, yeah. yeah try your best yeah do you ever give any of the any like any of the students or even staff members there? Do they ever get the cage warriors treatment with a big intro? <laughs> no, I. There's a, a the kids no like um, unless like I don't know like uh if you've got a kid who's really into wrestling who's like <laughs> nagging me and it's nearly up our street and they're nearly going home. Yeah, right. You have one. If you promise to shoot out the door straight away, I'll give you one. <laughs> yeah. But um, my my colleague. Uh, are the worst for it um, <laughs> to, to the point where sometimes I'm like, look, we're in a crowded pub. Like, I do not want to be shouting random people's names in the middle of a pub. <laughs> so everyone's going to look at me. They're going to think I'm weird. <laughs> like, just drink your drink and shut up. But yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I'd say colleagues are definitely worse than the kids on that one. You've also got to rest your vocals, haven't you? You know what I mean? You can't just be announcing anyone. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Look, there's definitely uh, if you know if you plot it on a graph, there'd be a big drop off of um, telling off kids up before, a week before Cage Warrior shows. It's, uh, <laughs> if they were savvy, they'd realise they can get away with a lot more on uh, on show week. But, then, but uh, <laughs> there we are. Like you'll have to start carrying a megaphone or something on show yeah. week before you can <laughs> still loud, but you can save your voice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, so. For for you then, what what's your hopes for Cage Warriors going forwards? And do you have any message for anyone who's thinking about getting into the announcing game? 
Uh, my hopes for Cage Warriors going forward would be that they're just able to keep just keep drawing new talent, um, keep expanding into new regions. Obviously, we've had um, there was a press release with uh, shows in Alpha some places that I don't believe Cage Warriors have been yet. So that's exciting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, hopefully we can keep pressing on into new territories. Um, you know, keep drawing in new talent and uh, ultimately just really strengthen this European European MMA talent pool. Because um, I think that the UFC could definitely do more events. When I say over here, I mean over, you know, on the continent of Europe as well. Yeah. Um, I think they could do more events over here than they probably do. Um, and I think with Cage Warriors um, strengthening its roster with more European fighters, I think that's only going to give us a better opportunity of getting more kind of UFC cards over in this in this part of the world, so to speak, on this continent. Um, so that's my hopes for that. Um, my hopes in terms of, oh, sorry, my advice in terms of anyone looking to get into MCing would be go for it. Um, probably reach out to, if you have a local gym um, or a local show, reach out to them. Say you're looking for experience. Um, you know, the UK MMA community is still pretty close and pretty tight-knit. Everyone knows everyone. Um, you know, you'll have a, a local gym somewhere, even if they're putting on an indie club. You know, yeah. uh, you know, if you're willing and you've got the time or if they've got the time, I know indie clubs can be busy. But if they've got the time and you've got the time and you say, look, can I come down and give it a go? Um, you know, no, one, no one's going to not give a try in. You know, yeah. and and never be afraid to do it because then you'll just live to to regret it. So, give it a go. Reach out to people. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Great advice. Um. So then, to finish off, we always like to have a little bit of fun uh, okay. at the end of our podcast. So, just going to ask you a few questions and let people get to know you a bit better. Uh, yeah. So first, throw nice and easy for you. But first things first, what's your favorite film? Ooh, Shawshank Redemption. Oh, what a choice! What a choice! This is film. Um, switching over. What's your favorite TV show? Probably, I'd probably say Piggy Blinders. Nice. Like um, favorite musician or band? Ooh, uh, the Arctic Monkeys. Great shot. <laughs> uh, a, a, a random fact about yourself. Oh, see, usually my answer is I'm an MC, but I can't use that. <laughs> so, a random fact about myself. Do, 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 do. Boys, 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 boys. Um, my God, you're, I realise how boring I am. Go to the MA. Um... You know I'm a teacher. You know I'm an <laughs> MC. Um, I am probably the worst fair weather golfer you've ever seen. So that's, that's not interesting, <laughs> but it is a fact. I'm the worst fair weather golfer you'll ever meet. So. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. We only asked for a, a, a random <laughs> fact. So there, you go. there we are. <laughs> um, have you got any hidden talents? No, is the short answer. No, <laughs> I can't sing. I definitely can't dance. Um, no, I'll have a little bit of a grapple, but uh, that's about it. <laughs> nice. Um, what's your 
go to uh, takeaway order if you if you eat out? Oh, that'd be. Let's see. Um, I mean, the spicy vermicelli noodles, uh, chips, special fried rice. I'm ordering for two now. Um, <laughs> beef, <laughs> uh, beef and black bean sauce and Shedzwan prawns. Nice, nice little uh, banquet for one. There. Know, like, ah, what? Yes. <laughs> if you're eating, See, you've got to eat, boys. That's it. See, when I when I get like Chinese and that man's always got to include the fish cake. I don't know why, but I've got to. <laughs> fish cake? What? Yeah, man. I don't know why. I just I used to have them a lot as a kid, and then now it's just habit. Yeah. <laughs> so, who who would play you in a movie of your life? Oh, who, you, who would you like to play you? Bruce Buffett. Now I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, I know I have to be like Channing Tatum or Daniel Craig or someone, wouldn't it? Let's be honest. You know, <laughs> you have to uh, you have to teach them how to MC, though, and you know what I mean. Yeah, well, I give them a couple of lessons. Yeah. You know, they, uh, cross my palm with silver. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the last one for you, mate. If you could choose any superpower, what one would you choose? Ah, oh, flight. Flight. Yeah. Flight nice. all day. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't yeah. have to worry about trains or anything like that. Just straight no, up yeah. to where you need to go. Well, yeah. Look, well, what what fuel price rise? Yeah. <laughs> so it's all about saving money. The flight, yeah. That's right, yeah, yeah. And it's clean energy. You know what I mean? Yeah, not, yeah. You're not look, causing the planet any issue, are you? No, well, I mean, I don't know how people fly, so you know, but I assume not. No. <laughs> yeah, can't imagine there's too C- any too many CO two emissions there. Yeah. Can't imagine. So no, no, no. Uh, uh, well, uh, no, Hal, thank you very much for joining us this evening. Uh, really thank you, appreciate boys. your time. Um, it's been an honour and a pleasure speaking to you. It's been great. It's been a good chat. Enjoyed it. And again, we do apologise for the delay. That was that was on my part, so I apologise for that, mate. Ah, don't worry about it. Don't worry. Not a problem. Well, um, well, we'll see you in action again very soon. My cage warriors Wales coming up. Yes, um, yeah, you will. So we're looking forward to that. And must you know, great for you for it to be in Wales as well. So yeah, right on my doorstep. Nice. That's it. Yeah. Win, all that. <laughs> you can fly there, can't you? <laughs> That's what, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, no, thank you again, mate, and uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Awesome. Cheers, boys. Have a good one. Thanks, Take care. Mate. All the best. Yeah. Nice. super necessary.